the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content to relate it to growing your app downloads and your revenues. It's been so long, but I am back from Fiji. We had an amazing time. I know we had some hiccups a couple of weeks ago when I wasn't there, so I wanted to test me not being here on a live stream, having some guest hosts to see how that would work. You guys let me know how it worked. All right. Maybe put it in the comments below, but I'm super excited to be back. Kind of refreshed, but kind of still tired from the whole trip, but check out everything on Instagram at Steve P. Young. If you want to see some of those clips from EG, but I want to say hi to a few people who are here from the very start. Rajesh, when you starting? We're starting right now, baby. 9am every Friday. And then Samuel, how's it going, brother? That was me. Rajesh, welcome. And then Adrian is here too. I couldn't do as much promotion as I wanted to do for this. And we're actually going to change things up. So we had a scheduling. It happened, right? We had a scheduling mishap. The guest couldn't be here, Sid from Aproda. So we'll have him back in the future. But I quickly, that's why we started a little bit late. I quickly put together a presentation of the five things that I was absolutely wrong about. And so for those who are going to be here live, you get to see it. And these are all the things that I've, a lot of things you might've known, some things, half I would say, and then some things you are just going to find out because I just recently found this out too. And one of the things I haven't shared at all. So let's get into that. But if you got any questions, leave it into the comments. And then, yeah, let me know all the guest hosting thing. Just shoot me an email. Maybe we just cancel it if I'm not around. That's what I'm thinking. All right, cool. Let's get to this. And I will got some dad jokes. We got some app audits. We got everything. Everything's back to normal. All right, guys. Everything is back to normal. Here we go. Let me change this. Let's have this laser. I like this. All right, here, here we go. Five app marketing strategies that I got absolutely wrong. All right. Here, here we go. Number one, you guys know this, but I think it is worth saying, sh saying again, show your paywall during your onboarding process, right? Everybody who's been following the channel knows this as a best practice. I recently, I learned this back in 2019, 18 timeframe, but I've been saying it ever since then, right? And it works. And we talked to a bunch of people who have millions of downloads who are not doing it, recently just added it, and they've seen an improvement in revenues and guess what? Retention, right? So we know this to be true. This is a, this is a must do for everybody. Show some examples here with Calm, with Headspace. They're all doing it, the big guys. And then Nomo Robo, another one. So definitely have it. 
I know a lot of people are thinking about how do I increase retention? How do I do that? We have data now that backs up the fact that if you increase your revenues, you will increase your retention. So unlike the web and maybe even YouTube where you're like, oh, you know, I got to create engaging content. I got to be cooler. You know, I have to do all these cool little edits and transitions and you have to retain your users. And then, you know, it's a slow funnel. The app users are not that slow. They're picky. They're going to leave. And so you want to convert them as soon as possible. We've seen percentages as low as 60% and then as high as even 80%. The CEO of Adapti came on to the live stream and he said, yeah, we've seen 80% of all the people who end up paying pay during the onboarding. 80%. One of our other clients and a past YouTube live stream, he said it was 60%. So definitely have that on there. Not to say that there's, there's a bunch of things I got right too, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm not going to be super self-deprecating. Number two, add surveys to onboarding. This was something that I just recently learned a couple of weeks ago with Adapti. My friend Rich, he was in the comments of the YouTube live stream. He said, hey, I added some surveys, some questions during our onboarding. We actually seen an increase in conversions. And then Adapti, Adapti, <laughs> I forgot his name, so. but the... The CEO of Adapti, he, he sort of said the same thing. He said, hey, I saw it. Yeah, it was Vitaly. Vitaly said the same thing. He said, hey, it is. We've seen similar results that if you add some questions, so it, it will lead to an increase in conversions. And what I was trying to say is, here's a, the, so I pick on the big guys all the time. So here's Splice, right? Because they're doing well. Like they, they don't care. They don't mind me sharing all this stuff. When this is their onboarding now. So this wasn't before. Right? We have a lot of video editor clients and we've been analyzing this. And what when I originally saw this first screen, what is your video editing experience? When they asked this, I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. And I felt like it was going to be personalized to me. So I think there's a psychology and a benefit to having this on there as well, asking questions, as well as being able to use some of these answers in your paywall optimization. Supermama who went on to 12X the revenues. They do exactly that. It's a great best practice. Find that YouTube live stream that we did probably years ago. But it, essentially he was asking like, hey, what are you here for? And then on the paywall I said, hey, whatever you're here for, we're gonna help you do that. So there's another way a benefit to it. I don't, I wouldn't copy this exact model, but I wanted to show you guys this as a basis for what you can do. Because I do feel like a lot of these are sort of selfish to what Splice wants. So I would probably change it if I were Splice, but I do love this. I love this first question as well, okay? All right, number three, just ask for push notifications. All right, here's an A-B test. We've done this, you guys have probably seen this too, but I wanna regurgitate some of this. So A, where you just sort of ask for a push notification, and then B, where you kind of say, Hey, you know, you want to not miss any news and enable it. So I was actually talking about B. This was okay. I haven't been talking about it since I found out about this, but I was in the beginning thinking that this would be the best practice, but it's actually a 4.8 increase in enable. And then, so here's the, the proof. But what I will say is that we've also seen this with reviews that if you ask for an app store review, the default prompt that, you know, just comes up 
it's better. It'll lead to more reviews. Now, I don't know if written reviews versus star ratings are more important. They used to be important. I got a YouTube comment from somebody. Thank you for putting that. That said he saw that it is important, especially on Google Play, because one of his competitors has spammed a lot with the, the reviews. Now, I don't know if that's the primary reason. I'll have to dig deeper. But essentially, what having talked to a lot of people, they're saying is if you properly ask. So I used to ask for the review, the rating prompt during the first open, but it would be the first thing you would see. But if you have an onboarding sequence and let's say it's a completely free app, you can ask for it. Now I've been saying second open because there's a percentage out there that only 25% of your first opens come back the second time. So they're always filtering themselves saying, I like you by coming back the second time. But I think first open also works too. So want to just say, just ask. Right, like sometimes it's better rather than being polite about it, just ask for it. Okay, Votich says, on App Store is not very important, I would say. The, and at Votich, I'm assuming you're saying the ratings versus the review prompts, that it's not that important. I, I think so too, but I wanted more, more case studies on that. What up, Noah? Good to see you, bro. All right, here we go. Number four, weekly subscriptions. So I was absolutely wrong. I would see clients, I'm like, who had weekly subscriptions. I would try to get them to actually, I was like, hey, let's push the yearly. I think it just makes more sense, you know, higher LTV, higher price point. But I was actually wrong. So Adapti, that was a great live stream. You guys have to check it out. I think the views are a little bit low on that one. You got to check that out. It was a really informative live stream, but Adapting, I, I took their slide here, but the LTVs in the US, and I'm just going to focus on the US here, for one week, higher than a year, three months, pretty darn high, and then six months, pretty darn high. And I've seen other apps do this, right? They'll have a, I think it's a, a six months they were pushing, a six months and a three month, and then a, a lifetime for one of these apps I was looking at. I was like, what that's weird but yeah like and i've had clients who say no steve you're wrong weekly is a higher ltv and i was like mm, still not convinced <laughs> but adapty came on and said yeah it's true so now i'm absolutely convinced and that's why i love my job it's like somebody would tell me stuff and i'm like i'm not convinced and then other people more people will tell me the same thing and i'm like okay okay, okay. i got you i got you it works all right What's up, Ricardo? And then Botich said, the problem with weekly subs is that Apple can force you to change it to monthly or something else. Happened to me. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So I guess it depends on the app. Botich. Botich, thank you, bro. All right. The last thing is Apple search ads. Now, I have a video coming up with searchads.com. Love that platform. So go check them out if you're looking for something to automate your Apple search ads. But we just recorded this video that's going to come up. So spoiler alert, this is going to be a key not a key part, but it's talking about ASA and ASO relationship, a really good one. Can't wait for us to publish that. But essentially, here's what I've been saying. And I feel bad now because maybe I don't feel that bad because at the time it was the right strategy. So things are constantly changing. That's why I love this job too. So this is the way I set up our campaign structure it is usually exact, right? Broad and search match. And these are all campaigns and brand, right? So this is how I've always done it. That means I put all the competitors, all the generic keywords, all under this exact, right? Now, here's what Apple suggests. So pretty similar, 
And I would say that this is what Apple told me to do, one of their reps, but it could be just a rep thing. But Apple, this is how we first structured it. And Apple's like, no, you can just combine all this stuff. You combine the category and competitor into one and just call it an exact match campaign. Uh, fine. And then they actually, I think I, because I went through the whole best practices, right? And they said, hey, no, you can probably just do this because you want them maybe at a campaign level, the broad match and the search match at a campaign level. So this is what Apple suggests too, but I want to just highlight what Apple is suggesting versus what I'm suggesting. I personally prefer this type of layout right now. But this is this exact campaign is where I was wrong on. Okay. I like these these discoveries on its own because search match sometimes doesn't do well and sometimes it does do really well. I got either a YouTube comment or an email from somebody who's like, search match is doing extremely well. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. And sometimes I've seen that too. Like search match is doing extremely well. So I would still want these the visibility on the campaign level rather than the ad group where Apple is saying it. But I just wanted to highlight this because I did get a question from one of our clients who set it up through Apple's and then I suggested this. So anyways, wanted to make sure you guys saw this as well. And then the reason, oh man, this turned out ugly. Let's do it. Let's fix this on the fly. Oh, crud. Ungroup. Watch me work. Is that a thing? I must screw this up. <laughs> this is not working properly. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys got this for the most part. Okay, there's supposed to be a line right here. <laughs> Let's add that line. Boop, there. Oh my God. Uh, this is what happens when you come back, you know from VG three weeks later, four weeks later, you go loopy. All right, so <clears throat> the exact match campaign where I was wrong on is where you should have categories. So this is what Search Ads was recommending. He was like adamant about, Emery, shout out to you, but he was saying, look, we need to, because there's custom product pages, right? So if you're just setting up an exact match, now wait for the video to come out, but if you're just starting to get going with search ads, you have an exact match campaign. So these could be generic and then you have different categories. So if it's a weight loss or meditation, you might have like things around meditation, things around breath work and things around whatever, right? Like the different ad groups of this, of all the different categories, because to use custom product pages, you'll need to have them at an ad group level. And now what he suggests is for a custom product page, because when I first used custom product pages, we were just moving the screenshots along. Like, hey, this talks about breath work. Let's move that to number one. And this talks about you know, meditation. This talks about journaling. Let's move that to number one. I was just doing that. He said, no, don't do that. If you were just talking about breath, let's take journaling, for example. If you're just talking about journaling, just that feature, and you're just selling it on that journaling feature, what would you see on those screenshots? So it's almost like creating a brand new app store presence and then using that cost per you know CPP for that particular category. Now, another way you can use CPP, another client did this too, is you can use it on the web. We haven't figured out how to use it on Facebook, but you can use it on a web. So if you're working with specific influencers, for example, then have a custom product page that speaks to that influencer's audience. And then, because what, that's where we've seen leverage, it being highly leveraged. A lot of tests have been like, just didn't work. So that's the best way to use the 
CPPs, okay, this way. So we're actually, I was like, he was so adamant about it. He's like, I guarantee I've never seen it fail me. And so we're now structuring these exact match campaigns as like this, this these category levels and me with it. Now, the other thing, just to get a little bit technical here too, and I'll just say this is, if you already have an existing exact match campaign, do not pause it, all right? Think about ways to take out keywords from that, because I did do that for one of our clients. It was the right strategy, because what happened was we unpaused it because the CPPs weren't converting that well, and that's why I was like not convinced. But again, we were just moving screenshot orders around. And then when we unpaused it, the keyword that was driving most of the volume didn't drive. So something happens to the Apple algorithm that after you pause a keyword, it just loses all data and just like sort of starts over and you don't want to lose that. So if you already have an existing one, it's doing well, don't change too much right now. All right, cool. Any questions for you guys? Those are the five things that I got absolutely wrong and I'll leave it to you guys what you've been focused in on too. We'll keep it short. See, that's why I like having a guest. It's like, it's easier to bounce off ideas off of this and i'm back to do normal live stream stuff all right the raw material production value oh Titch, what are you talking about with the production value is that the tell me tell me more bro okay so don't have much else prepared and keep this kind of short if there's no questions from your end i don't i'm not going to just try to fill time just to, for the sake of filling time the other thing that I want to tell you guys, I'm purely focused on this, and we will be doing this in the academy. I know I've been talking about this, but I'm looking to hire a couple of people to help us relaunch the academy. And we're going to share some of this content within the academy. There, uh, the keyword install stuff, the black hat strategies, I'm really focused in on that. I'm obsessed. So things I'll tell you, things that I'm obsessed about right now are that the keyword installs and how do we because I feel like white hat ASO is, will only take you certain so far, and then you need something to push these keywords. And having talked to bigger companies, they are doing this already. And so I feel like it is a, a core piece of ASO, and I'm trying to figure out what's the right volume that once you hit a certain level, you can get up there. So we've gotten number one to, for a couple of clients actually in different markets in the US and in other markets too. And I'm trying to figure out what the right strategy is. So I'm going to be sharing that knowledge within the academy. But that's one thing that I'm obsessed about. The other thing would be just, <clears throat> I think there's monetization stuff that we've been focusing on. And the hint I will give you guys is think about e-commerce and how e-commerce brand try to be back, right? And using that in the app space. Again, that's going to be on the academy side of things because I don't want some of these strategies to stop working or become so prominent that people are looking for some of these things. Users are using, looking for some of these things. So I will be sharing that. The other things are email marketing, push mark, push notifications. So if you're interested in possibly working together with us, I want more data. We have done email marketing templates for clients and push notification templates, so to speak. For our clients, I'm curious to see if those would be good revenue drivers. My head always goes to revenues. And so we've got an app that we have that we'll be testing on that has pretty decent download velocity. So we're testing that too. So those are things I'm currently obsessed about. If you're interested in working together, for me, I just love work having data. 
and helping out clients with that data. Because sometimes as you, as this presentation is all about, sometimes I'm wrong, right? All right, let's see. Uh, your charts production value. <laughs> How dare you, Votich. All right, come on, man. I hope you're not keyword against and gets my apps. Could be, Votich, could be. All right, no more. How would you encourage weekly subscriptions since LTV is high in a Blinkist-like flow? Make it a default option or hide it in other plans pop up? No, I would make it into a, so I'll, I'll give a visual for those who are, I'm a visual learner, so I, I like to learn visually. This is like doing an app audit with you guys, actually. This is what I'll literally do for doing an app audit. Votage, it's the content. Okay, here. So this is what Noah is talking about, this Blinkist model, how your free trial works. We've seen this work, Noah. I would just say weekly, like it is per week and just go with that. We'll notify you if it's a three-day trial or a seven-day trial. I think with weeklies, it's the 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 thing that I've seen is three-day trials because obviously it's like two weeks if you give them a one-week trial. But yeah, so I've seen three days and I would just do it that way for that. And maybe you don't need it. So I, I'm, I am actually working. A lot of clients who do weekly don't have that blink is how your free trial works. It's just as the normal start your three-day free trial type of thing that you might normally see. All right. Interesting. So are you saying engage in Black Hat to get ranked? I'm not saying anything, Luke. I'm just saying this is what I'm obsessed about. You look, Leo the same. You do whatever you want to do. There's risk to all this stuff. So you do what you want to do. I'm just saying that this is what I'm obsessed about. So I got to be legally responsible here and then ricardo said i'm finally making subgrow subscription nice dude ricardo let me know how that goes because i think that's going to really help out and then can you send me that info on blinkist yeah see i just did there you go i like visuals too there you go all right cool <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying no word on the street bro word on the street is this but yeah, it's been working. It's been working. I mean, I can pull it up right now. I mean, not sharing the screen with you. But the things that I have found work. I just look at it every day now, Luke. And I'm just keen in on what's working, what's not working. How did I get it from five to one? How do I go from 200 to 20? Easy. That's easy if you're 200 for a keyword, but now we're using even going after really competitive keywords and seeing pretty decent results. So I'm like, hmm. And you know, we've got clients that we're working with that are like, okay, with trying some of these things. So that's why I'm like, being more aggressive with this so that I can learn more and then just investing, essentially investing some funds to learn more about this. All right. Yeah, some some keywords are moving a lot faster than others. And I think it's keyword dependent too. It's like, you know, some things will move a lot faster. I've seen, what I've seen is if you were to engage in some of these things, it's a lot easier to move, make things move outside the US and then everything else. Is there a service where you can pay users to install, keyword install your app? There is, Luke, there is. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, 
your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.